Part Two of The Ice Palace by F. Scott Fitzgerald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. In November, Harry Bellamy, tall, broad, and brisk, came down from his northern city to spend four days. His intention was to settle a matter that had been hanging fire since he and Sally Carroll had met in Asheville, North Carolina, in midsummer. The settlement took only a quiet afternoon and an evening in front of a glowing open fire, for Harry Bellamy had everything she wanted, and beside, she loved him, loved him with that side of her she kept especially for loving. Sally Carroll had several rather clearly defined sides. On his last afternoon they walked, and she found their steps tending half unconsciously toward one of her favorite haunts, the cemetery. When it came in sight, gray-white and golden-green under the cheerful late sun, she paused, irresolute, by the iron gate. "'Are you mournful by nature, Harry?' she asked with a faint smile. "'Mournful? Not I.' "'Then let's go in here. It depresses some folks, but I like it.' They passed through the gateway and followed a path that led through a wavy valley of graves, dusty gray and moldy for the fifties, quaintly carved with flowers and jars for the seventies, ornate and hideous for the nineties, with fat marble cherubs lying in sodden sleep on stone pillows and great impossible growths of nameless granite flowers. Occasionally they saw a kneeling figure with tributary flowers, but over most of the graves lay silence and withered leaves, with only the fragrance that their own shadowy memories could waken in living minds. They reached the top of a hill, where they were fronted by a tall, round headstone, freckled with dark spots of damp, and half grown over with vines. Marjorie Lee, she read, 1844 to 1873. Wasn't she nice? She died when she was 29. Dear Marjorie Lee, she added softly. Can't you see her, Harry? Yes, Sally Carroll. He felt a little hand insert itself into his. She was dark, I think and she always wore her hair with a ribbon in it, and gorgeous hoop-skirts of Alice Blue and Old Rose. Yes. Oh, she was sweet, Harry, and she was the sort of girl born to stand on a wide pillared porch and welcome folks in. I think perhaps a lot of men went away to war, meaning to come back to her, but maybe none of them ever did. He stooped down close to the stone, hunting for any record of marriage. There's nothing here to show. Of course not. How could there be anything there better than just Marjorie Lee and that eloquent date? She drew close to him, and an unexpected lump came into his throat as her yellow hair brushed his cheek. You see how she was, don't you, Harry? I see. He agreed gently. I see through your precious eyes. You're beautiful now, so I know she must have been. Silent and close they stood, and he could feel her shoulders trembling a little, 
an ambling breeze swept up the hill and stirred the brim of her floppity hat. Let's go down there. She was pointing to a flat stretch on the other side of the hill, where along the green turf were a thousand grayish-white crosses stretching in endless, ordered rows, like the stacked arms of a battalion. Those are the Confederate dead, said Sally Carroll, simply. They walked along and read the inscriptions, always only a name and a date, sometimes quite indecipherable. The last row is the saddest. See, way over there, every cross has just a date on it, and the word unknown. She looked at him, and her eyes brimmed with tears. I can't tell you how real it is to me, darling, if you don't know. How you feel about it is beautiful to me. No, no, it's not me. It's them, that old time that I've tried to have live in me. These were just men, unimportant, evidently, or they wouldn't have been unknown. But they died for the most beautiful thing in the world, the dead South. You see, she continued, her voice still husky, her eyes glistening with tears, people have these dreams they fasten on to things, and have always grown up with that dream. It was so easy because it was all dead, and there weren't any disillusions coming to me. I've tried in a way to live up to those past standards of noblesse oblige. There's just the last remnants of it, you know, like the roses of an old god dying all round us. Streaks of strange courtliness and chivalry in some of these boys, and stories I used to hear from a Confederate soldier who lived next door, and... A few old darkies. Oh, Harry, there was something. There was something. I couldn't ever make you understand. But it was there. I understand, he assured her again, quietly. Sally Carroll smiled and dried her eyes on the tip of a handkerchief protruding from his breast pocket. You don't feel depressed, do you, lover? Even when I cry, I'm happy here and I get a sort of strength from it. Hand in hand, they turned and walked slowly away. Finding soft grass, she drew him down to a seat beside her, with their backs against the remnants of a low broken wall. Wish those three old women would clear out, he complained. I want to kiss you, Sally Carroll. Me too. They waited impatiently for the three bent figures to move off, and then she kissed him until the sky seemed to fade out and all her smiles and tears to vanish in an ecstasy of eternal seconds. Afterward, they walked slowly back together, while on the corners twilight played at somnolent black-and-white checkers with the end of the day. "'You'll be up about mid-January,' he said, "'and you've got to stay a month at least. "'It'll be slick. "'There's a winter carnival on, and if you've never really seen snow it'll be like fairyland to you there'll be skating and skiing and tobogganing and sleigh riding and all sorts of torchlight parades on snowshoes they haven't had one for years so they're going to make it a knockout will it be cold harry she asked suddenly you certainly won't you may freeze your nose but you won't be shivery cold it's hard and dry you know I guess I'm a summer child. I don't like any cold I've ever seen. She broke off, 
and they were both silent for a minute. Sally Carroll, he said very slowly, what do you say to March? I say I love you. March? March, Harry. End of part two.